Saints Corner, sponsored in part by Rudy's Hideaway, Rancho Cordoba. America has a serious problem. The problem resides in Delaware, but will be spending the next three years and a few months in Washington, where even though he has a serious problem, he somehow managed to get elected president. Now, every president is a minor problem to some group or groups because they're adversely affected by policies others skate. So far, this problem's policies have confused most of the country on the subject of COVID-19. They've angered the energy industry and its workers and those of us who buy gas as the problem began as an offense away from fossil fuels just months after President Trump declared America energy independent. The problem quickly ended the Keystone Pipeline project and was amazed months later that gas prices have been skyrocketing on his watch. What did the problem do? He declared America will stop making and selling fossil fuel-powered vehicles by 2030. But in the meantime, the problem's urging OPEC to boost production to bring the price down. That's not likely to happen, as OPEC should never be confused with the United Way or the Make-A-Wish Foundation or any other leading charity. The problem's immigration policy is just this side of chartering Southwest Airlines planes to bring anyone who wants in to get into the U.S. for free. The problem should know that the lack of a fair but firm immigration policy is a problem for his constituents in the Southwest, where the problem's letting anyone into the country regardless of their status. Some may be refugees, some may be criminals, some may just be looking to make better money in the Estados Unidos than they've been making in Mexico or Honduras or wherever they used to call home. Yes, I know we're a nation of immigrants, but when Emma Lazarus wrote about the huddled masses yearning to breathe free in 1883, she didn't factor in the cost of welfare benefits, driver license ID cards, and the illicit narcotics trades infiltration of the U.S. Another word, a wave of new criminal guest workers will be upon us. The problem also hasn't been getting any points for his economic prowess. The inflation rate is higher. COVID shutdowns may turn the economy south again. And what has the problem done? managed to come with the Democrats to a $3 trillion understanding, a SATA list which does provide some money for American highways, but earmarks the rest for things like preschool and abortion mills in foreign countries, anything other than infrastructure. Until last week as president, the problem had made some dumb mistakes, as I've alluded to, but he didn't become a real problem until he decided to end America's 20-year military presence in Afghanistan in about 20 minutes. To say the problem was not well thought out is an understatement. Opening a line of snowmobile dealerships in Miami might have made more sense. Chicago food banks and churches passing out AR-15s to young people over the holidays would have been better thought out. The problem, apparently working on his legacy like the rest of us do a crossword puzzle, wants to be the president who got us out of Afghanistan, even though he was on the team that escalated the U.S. presence there in the first place. Well, if you were around back then, after 9-11, President Bush deployed troops to Afghanistan with a very clear mission. Find Osama bin Laden, the architect of the 9-11 attacks, and kill him if possible. And while you're at it, kick some Taliban butt so it stops leaving the light on for al-Qaeda or other Muslim militants who hate America. In just two months, we neutralized the Taliban. They asked for a peace treaty. We didn't bomb the Taliban back to the Stone Age. That's where they live now. By 2011, Osama bin Laden was not only out of Afghanistan, he was out of Pakistan and out of the terror business on account of death. His followers were gone too, so President Obama should have declared game over, U.S. wins, bring the troops and the equipment home and the Americans home gradually. But no, once again, our government decided to go the nation-building route. Our military was on Taliban watch, our commanders getting the job of training the Afghan military so it could handle the Taliban when the time came. 
The Osama Biden administration should have ended this a long time ago. President Trump should have too, but he elected to stay for a while to have a U.S. presence in a dangerous corner of the world. But he says he had plans to get all Americans home before the military and all military equipment out before the troops were brought home. The problem, wanting the credit himself for ending a war that Obama and the problem should not have extended in the first place, ordered the troops home first, leaving a power vacuum filled by the Taliban, which has already begun a reign of terror as hundreds of Americans who should have been evacuated before the troops are waiting to get out. Instead, the problems demand that U.S. troops get out of Dodge ASAP, kisses goodbye the $80 billion the U.S. spent to equip and train the Afghan military, and leaves behind billions worth of equipment, tanks and Humvees, lots of guns, medical and logistical equipment, and even battlefield entrees known as MREs, which the Taliban, which has seized all of this, will note, tastes nothing like the goat that mom used to make. The problem's rush to judgment suggests the campaign was just another government program that hit its sunset period. Although the military campaign was longer than any American war, it was never a war in the technical sense because Congress never voted to declare a war. The human cost? Staggering. 2,448 American lives lost, thousands of others. One-third of all U.S. forces deployed came home with some kind of disability. The cost for treating them is put at $2 trillion. 3,846 American contractors died. 47,245 Afghan civilians were killed, but the highest death count was suffered by the Taliban, nearly 52,000. The problem can't be blamed for all of those numbers, but the 20-year campaign ends the way it started, with the Taliban in control, Islamic law, the law of the land, the future of government loyalist Christians and others who the Taliban sees as infidels looks grim. Women's rights, gradually established over two decades, will probably disappear. The U.S. accomplished the simple mission of getting bin Laden out in short order. He fled to Pakistan shortly after the 2001 rout of the Taliban. The nation-building that went on for two decades under other presidents and the problem was a colossal failure. You can't just put up a McDonald's and a Starbucks in a country and call it America. I doubt the problem gave much thought to Americans who lost their lives, their limbs, or in some cases their minds fighting over there. And I doubt that he thought of the patriots like football star Pat Tillman, who gave up his lucrative career and his life for his country. I don't blame the problem for wanting to end the U.S. occupancy in Afghanistan, but I'm outraged at how thoughtlessly he went about it. The presidential election is three years away. I don't know if Joe Biden will run again, nor do I know who his opponent would be. But I think Joe Biden's early track record should negate a second term. Remember, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Now this. If you've got a craving for great seafood, prime rib, and convivial cocktails, you ought to head to Rudy's Hideaway. You'll find it off Highway 50 in Hazel in Rancho Cordova. Rudy's has the best selection and the freshest seafood in town. Whole lobster, lobster tail, jumbo shrimp and crab, and for meat lovers, Rudy's has you covered with delicious slow-roasted prime rib. And to accompany your feast, a great selection of California wines, craft beers, and cocktails. Want to bring Rudy's Fine Seafood to your home or business? Ask about Rudy's on Wheels, our food truck that can make your next party or event, well, off the hook. And Rudy's is your one stop for catering, a large or small crab feed. Rudy's Hideaway has offered the Sacramento region's best seafood for 40 years, and it's better than ever. Rudy's Hideaway Lobster House and Bar, 916-351-0606, 916-351-0606. Thanks for listening to Crane's Corner News and Comment. If you like our short messages, you'll love our full-length podcast, so be sure to subscribe, like, and give us a positive review. 
And thanks again for listening to Crane's Corner. I'm Ed Crane.